This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio. Featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. Mind. No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'll be performing a variety of energetic healing techniques to help callers with whatever struggles they're having. And what I have decided to do, I'll do segments on Saturdays whenever I find a window of opportunity between clients. So today I have a little bit of time, so I wanted to help a few people out. And to describe the techniques that I use, they're designed to help you gain self-awareness. Even after years of forgiveness work, what can happen is stagnant negative emotions can remain in the chakras and the energy field. And this has an impact on manifestation and change moving forward and balance and acquiring a sense of unity and wholeness. And that's what we're all looking for. That's what gives us that satisfaction of being able to feel peace and in control, for lack of a better phrase. So I'm on a draw for assistance in this regard so that callers can achieve these results and get the same results I've experienced. It's just been amazing, this journey. With me to serve as guides are Mother Mary and Jesus, also known as Yeshua, as well as my spirit guide, Ezekiel. Other positive entities and beings may stop by to assist or offer a message. So when I bring you on the air, tell me what you're struggling with, and I will tap in using remote viewing to identify emotional blocks. Our focus will largely be on the heart chakra because it is here that we process the energies of love, self-love, and money. But other chakras may be explored for thoroughness. Once you recognize its presence and how it is impacting your life, the emotional block I'm speaking of, I am then able to remove it for you. Depending on how sensitive you are, you may feel sensation or vibration, heat, or any other um, reaction, but even if you don't, know that the work is being done, and I may be guided to do other work for you, such as a chakra alignment or attunement, whatever I'm guided to do. As always, in preparation for your call, please ensure you're in a quiet environment and have a pen and paper ready to take notes. Do not call in from a moving vehicle. When I bring you in the air... Uh, I'll spend a little time with you and um, a little longer than usual because I won't be in such a rush. Okay, you can book a private session with me at spiritualinsightsradio.com, and what you'll find is a variety of session packages that combine either one or more techniques. If you feel you need major, major change in your life, 
There's also a session package called High Impact Energetic Healing. And that package includes a majority of the techniques. So it would be going into various levels of the consciousness, the heart center of the chakras um, may include other things as well. But it's very thorough and a lot of people are experiencing miracles. Whichever package you choose, you have the option to add additional services that include modification of the subconscious and conscious minds. These are valuable services for those who practice guided meditation, such as yoga nidra. If you've never heard of yoga nidra, it's an ancient technique that helps you make changes in the subconscious mind and burn karma. But you can practice yoga nidra for years without yielding the results you want. So I'm blessed to be able to access the subconscious for you to make necessary changes. Keep in mind that this technique, this subconscious modification can only be done after heart clearing work. It's very important that that be done first and then I can go in. You can support the shift that will take place if you call in today by downloading the support document on the website and on social media. You can follow the show on Facebook on my page, Spiritual Insights Radio. Feel free to send me a friend request if you'd like to connect and on Twitter, connect with me at Char Spicer and join the conversation using the hashtag Spiritual Insights. I posted a question the other day regarding the Las Vegas massacre. I'd love to see your responses to that question. And I'd also like to get together with a lot of people and offer prayers for the victims, the survivors, their families, and everyone who is grief-stricken over this tragedy. Again, that's hashtag spiritual insights, and I look forward to chatting with people. So I'm going to head to the phones, and first up is area code 208. Spend a little time together on a Saturday afternoon. Hi, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, my name is Alyssa, and I'm from Idaho. How are you doing today? Alyssa from Idaho. I'm wonderful, Alyssa. Awesome. What's going on? What's, uh, what can I help you with there? Um, well, I have really struggled with learning to love myself. It, I keep just kind of like hitting this wall. It, I can make a little progress at times, and then I fall back, and I'm just curious kind of what's keeping me from being able to actually accept and love myself. Okay. Awesome question. Thank you. Okay, I'm, I'm going to explain a couple things. So here's what happens. Okay. When we're born, we're pure love, right? And mm-hmm. in our heart center is an enormous amount of self-love. What happens is through the course of time and whatever experiences we have, our emotional reactions to those situations and to the people in our lives Some of us have had very difficult childhoods. Some of us could have had volatile parents that frighten us a bit. And so our emotional reactions to the people and the experiences create layers of emotional residue, and it covers up the self-love. So it makes it difficult to access. It's still there, but I'm going to see what I can do today to help give you better access to it by removing those layers of emotion. So what I'll be doing is, Let me give you a for instance. Let's go. You're familiar with the chakras, right, Alyssa? Yes, I am. Okay, good. So let's let's go first chakra in terms of survival and and what it largely encompasses is the conditions of your life, the circumstances, and the way you feel about your life. I, you know, some people feel like I don't want to live this way. I can't. I don't know if I can survive this, depending on how difficult their childhood was. And so we can have that experience, but then it leaves a residue in the heart center. So as I, if I, as I go into the heart center, what I remove can come out of the original chakra. So this will give you an even bigger sense of freedom from whatever's holding you back. So let's go find those blockages for you, okay? 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. So take a normal breath right now just to see what it feels like to breathe normally, any type of tension, how much air you can take in, just normal, because this is likely, likely to change for you. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to go in, and we'll see what we find. Open your heart center as big as you can. And what I'm looking at is I go in and examine the energies and interpret what they represent. And the first energy I see, I can give you a description of self-deprecation. You're pretty hard on yourself. Do you recognize this? Yes. Okay. Definitely. So mm -hmm. let me go in, see if there's any more layers to this so I can be thorough. There's, there's a lot of self-criticism. Mm -hmm. There's a very high standard you hold yourself to. Yep. And and there's a vacillation. It's kind of like push and then give up. Push, give up. Do you recognize this? Yes. Okay. Do you suffer from depression? Because I'm feeling highs and lows for you, emotional. Yes, more so especially lately because I was in a car accident and, yeah, not, not a lot of fun stuff. <laughs> okay. How bad was the car accident? Uh, sorry, what? How bad was the car accident? Not a lot of damage to the car, but a fair bit to myself. Uh, it caused oh. three herniated discs. Um, tore ligaments in my neck. I have arthritis in my spine and bone spurs in my neck. And I'm on disability now. I couldn't keep my job. Mm. Okay. All right. No, it's arthritis in your spine. My goodness. Mm -hmm. I hear you. I have um, I have chip vertebrae in my neck from a car accident from 30 years ago. So. Ooh, ow. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Does it cause you pain? Every day. Every day. But Ooh. I just I just manage it spiritually. Um, what I learned is, and there's a um, segment with Mother Mary in the archives, where it, it was the February of this year, I believe, and it's on chronic pain. And sometimes what we do is it's a, a form of unconscious self self punishment that we we don't allow ourselves to heal. And that makes sense to me because. For me, um, I just, you know, I slipped right into the self-pity. Why does this have to happen? And didn't believe that I could heal. And so it makes sense that it kind of stuck and didn't, didn't get much better right away. Over time, it got better. Um, but I'm able mm -hmm. just to manage it. Anyway, so now that you recognize this, and this is a major block that, that will cause you to um, kind of, struggle to nurture yourself, be your own best friend. So let's get this out of there for you, okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, here we go. So just picture a little invisible Charlotte hand going in. I'm just going to magnetize my hand and collect all the energy that relates to this, remove it, and hand it to Mother Mary, and she'll dissolve it. Okay. That's out of there. All right, let's see what else we find. What's blocking the self-love for Alyssa? There's a combination between guilt and warranted punishment. And so what this means is it's kind of like a self-worth issue where take the car accident or anything else unfortunate that happens. 
I hope you recognize this. If not, let me know, and I'll make sure I go deeper and find the right words. Once I find the right words and you recognize it, then I can remove it. But it's like when something bad happens, there's part of you that feels deserving of it. Do you recognize that? I do. Okay. Do you operate best in times where there's struggle? Like, do you, yes. do you, do you recognize struggle as that's your, that's your best, your most familiar area? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see, operate best there. What happens with that is, um, We can deal with what we know, and when there's struggle, and we and we know how to how to operate in that, and we're more comfortable to step outside of that into a realm where you're happy, joyful, confident, calm. That can be scary because it's unfamiliar territory. Make sense? Mm, definitely. Okay. All right. So I'm going to get this out, and then contemplate over the next few days. Why not? You know, um, Mother Mary's talking to me. Yes. Okay. So mother's suggesting she has a guided meditation. You can find it on my website on her page and it's called say yes to life. And it's three minutes long. A lot of times what we do is we back away from life. And in doing that, it makes it more difficult because we're afraid of it. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So the say yes to life meditation that would be good for you to do. It only takes three minutes. It really makes an impact because she's transmitting energy to you in that meditation. So let me go in and get this out. And this is coming out of the first, second, third, and fourth chakra. So that was running pretty deeply. So no wonder self-love is difficult to achieve. Make sense? Yeah, and I, like you brought up, I I didn't have a good childhood. Um, Part of the kind of beating myself up thing is I was taught from a very young age that I was not loved, and my father would often call me evil, even though I feel like I'm a really good person. Part of me, I think, believes that because as a child, I, you know, you you're open to learning from your parents. They're so important to you. And so that was something hard that I think that, you know, it definitely stuck. That hit you hard. It did. Okay. Let me see what I can do about this. Because, hmm, yes, we trust our parents and we trust their, we, we trust their opinions of us. I can relate because by the time I was three years old, I thought my name was bitch. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I knew I wasn't. Well, I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Thank you. you Well, it it sunk in on some level, but I I guess it's the fighter in me that knew that I was a good person. I was just one of those weird kids that had a very practical approach. I didn't like to play with dolls because I knew they were fake, and so I wasn't the normal child who was just doing the kid thing I was a little more 
outspoken. <laughs> That's a little cool. more outspoken. Yeah, it, well, it worked out in the long run, but I had a lot to learn. Anyway, okay, so let me see what we can do about that. How about mom? How, how did your mom handle your dad talking to you like that? Um, I feel, I mean, I have a close relationship with my mom now, but obviously we didn't when I was younger. She was pretty much how I feel like brainwashed by my father. She just let it happen. She didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go here. Let me just say this. I'll use myself as an example. My situation was similar. And then I started to see my mother is weak, you know, mm-hmm. and she was my best friend. But what I didn't realize was happening beneath the surface was there was a lot of resentment for allowing this to occur. You know what I mean? Like when, you know, daddies are supposed to protect us. They're not supposed to torture us, but mommies are especially supposed to protect their babies. So when that doesn't happen, oh, yeah. there you get this mixture of emotions. So I want to see if I can untangle that for you today. Thank you. Okay, that's something I've you're struggled welcome. with. Yeah, because you're not an evil person. You're, the minute I heard your voice, I knew I liked you. Okay. Let me see. We're going to go back into the heart center. First thing we're going to get is generational guilt. Okay, let me get this. Yeah, and that comes out of the second. It's kind of like an energy that travels from one generation to the next through the second chakra. Okay, now. Mm -hmm. Now I can go, I'm going to go to inner child. And from there, I'm going to go into the subconscious mind and get all of this out of you, okay? Okay. Okay, so the first thing, inner child. Oh, my God. There's an overwhelming feeling of worthlessness. There's fear. There's a lot of confusion. And I I keep hearing an echoing thought like, why did you bring me here? Why am I here? Why am I here? Make sense? Very much so. Okay. See what else we got. This is where the self-loathing started. Did you or did you pick as a child? Would you pick at your skin? Pick at scabs? Did you pick at yourself? Um, probably. I was very much into like touching everything, so I'm sure that I did. I I don't remember for sure, but I I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, this is a pretty young age. Um. Sometimes it can translate to I hate this body kind of thing and oh, yeah. focus on focus on the body and just, you know, picking, scratching just to see what it feels like to scratch yourself. Something, some, there's something there. Anyway, if you don't remember it, that's fine. Okay, let me see what else. There's a belief in brokenness. Yep. 
and I think I think this attributes to the car accident. Yeah. Like feeling broken, it might as well be broken. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. Hey, give me a second. I just got to translate it. Oh, so it's denial of self, but it's mixed with self-denial. Okay, and these are two different things. Self-denial is when you want something. It's kind of like sacrifice, when you want something, but you determine that someone else needs it more, and you kind of give it to them, whether that's nurturing, that kind of thing. But denial of self is a denial of your higher self, and so deep within our subconscious minds is full knowledge of who we are and why we're here. But we can take a veil. Yeah, there's a veil. We can take a veil that, that we're not worthy of whatever God gave us. Make sense? Yes. And so we struggle with it where one half of us knows what we want. We want to be happy, successful, loved, loving. We want all those things. And yet that, that part of us that holds that back and denies that, is what creates the conflict in life with friends, partners, jobs. Now, it translates to jobs because all this energy is in the center that generates our experiences. And so what we equate with our families, we can experience at work where we're looking for approval from our parents. We're looking for approval from a supervisor. We want praise from mm-hmm. the parents. We want recognition from the supervisor. We want that promotion, a raise, compliments you know, a good review. And so these things Mm -hmm. travel to the job sector. Okay. Just to throw that for you and the listeners. Okay. So I think this is complete for now. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to get these out and then we're going to go into the subconscious mind. There's more, but we want to keep it a little concise. Okay. So first there's Mm -hmm. worthlessness. And I can see the inner child, and she's curled up in a ball with her tiny little fist in front of her eyes like she doesn't want to see. She doesn't want to open her eyes and look around. It's too scary. Okay, got that. Okay, fear. Okay, confusion. Self-loathing. That's huge. Okay, brokenness. Denial of self. Self-denial. Okay. Let's see if there's any difference in her now. Yeah, she opened her eyes. Excellent. Okay. So in watching the behavior of the inner child, that gives me an opportunity to gauge how they're feeling. And so she's Mm -hmm. out of that tucked in and hiding posture, and now she's opened her eyes. She's not dancing yet, but okay. So now we go into the subconscious mind. Oh, I see. Okay, here's what happened. In 
looking around you, listening to your dad, watching your mom. I think there was an inkling on some level that it was just wrong. Like this whole scenario was just wrong. So what we can do with our young minds is make a decision in our heads, and you made the decision. Now what happens is thoughts are so powerful. When we make a decision like that, and especially when it's unified, like it could be a passing thought, which can't do a whole lot of damage. But when you get into like a unified body, mind, spirit, feeling, and then you say, make a declaration, that's when it's planted in the subconscious mind, and that's what happened to you. So what you did planted in the subconscious mind is a vow of refusal. And so the, the refusal part is about loving yourself. Um, yeah, did I do it because of what happened with my parents? Yeah, because of the way they treated you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes and sense. So, and, and so the, hmm, the despondency was so great. Like, why can't I relax? Why can't, you know, you, you couldn't feel comfortable in your own skin, um, just on edge all the time, that kind of thing. And so yeah. we turn on ourselves. Because if they're treating us like that, then somehow we must deserve it. That's what a young mind thinks because it doesn't have the wisdom to work through it or the vocabulary to even put a name on it. So as a child, we can only go on the emotions that we feel. And so with that emotion, that gave you that emotional posture that if mommy and daddy won't love me the way I need, I won't let anybody, including myself. Make sense? Yes. Have your relationships, romantic relationships, kind of reflected this as well? Very much so. Okay. Let's get this out. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My goodness. That was big. Okay. I got it out. Okay. That's in Mother Mary's hands. Mother Mary wants to say something. I would just like to tell you how much I love you, she says. I have been with you throughout your life, and I have seen you struggle. I have seen your moments of triumph. But I want you to know that I am with you, my dear, and I will hold you and nurture you. I am so excited that the day came in your life that you could get to this and have this work done, and you will see improvement. Charlotte spoke correctly in that I, I asked her to recommend my videos to you, my dear, and that will also help you. I would love for you to open your heart to me so that I can guide, nurture, and support you. Okay, that's the end of that transmission. What were you going to say, sweetheart? Uh, I just wanted to say thank you. That <laughs> she heard you. This talk is actually brought me to tears a couple times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, we're going to keep working. There's another vow. This is a vow of disregard. And so what that tells me is you putting your needs last. 
Yes? Very much. Okay. Let's get rid of it. If you were that evil, you would have pushed all this stuff right back at right back at them. But the nice ones take it in. Okay, valve disregard. Now we go for the next one, which is a vow of non-participation. And this is pretty common. How old are you, honey? 27. Yeah. What a vow of, non- vow of non-participation, the impact of this can do, it's like life is so scary that we try to avoid as much of it as possible. But that even permeates the things we want to do, the things that get us excited and that we're passionate about, like things that we enjoy um, in terms of entertainment, sports, whatever, whatever have you. But it can also, over time, make you feel like life has passed you by, that you, that you missed out on a lot. Do you feel that way? Yeah, so it's pretty much like that helps create social anxiety. Yes. Yeah, I because, definitely because, have that. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it prevented you from feeling comfortable in social groups, bonding, um, trust, brings in all these issues of mother recalled the shadow. And so I call it the ego, but the ego is going to jump in and create all these scenarios in your mind and make it so uncomfortable to get close to people or allow them to get close to you in social settings, in romantic settings. We can have a tendency to hold people at arm's length or go for people who aren't available and not want the ones who are interested in us. Create so many different scenarios to keep you stifled in this way. But you see it, you recognize it, now I can take it out for you. Awesome. My goodness, this is heavy stuff. It's definitely a lot to carry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes you feel very heavy. I mean, you could be having a good day and still feel sad and not know why, and this is why. Stuff in the heart center. Okay, got it. One more thing, and then Mother says this is going to create shifts for you, and we don't want to put too much on you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into your third eye. And remove all blocks to self-awareness because you have those self-imposed judgments, judgments that were put on you by your dad. Um, Even though your mother kind of did nothing to stop it, that supported what he did. So it was reinforcement. Um, It wasn't aggressive. It was a passive reinforcement of what the other parent's doing. Mm -hmm. And so it, we take those on and, and absorb them and, and adopt them for ourselves. So whatever their feelings are about you, we believe them to be true. And so we take that in. So I'm going to get any blocks to self-awareness so that you can start to get to know your true self and stretch and, and expand and grow into that energy without all of this weighing you down. Okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Uh Uh-huh. God, there's a lot of yelling. A lot of crying, too. Yep. 
Okay, got that. Let me see what I can do about the inner crying. Let me get all the inner crying out. I don't know if you have sinus issues, but a lot of times this can result in like chronic sinus problems. I don't really seem to have a lot of uh, sinus problems, but throat problems, yeah. <laughs> mhm. No doubt. Okay, this goes all the way down to the first chakra. A little bit of poor me syndrome, self-pity. Yep. Got that out. Tears, self-pity. Okay. Okay, now I'm going back to the heart. Blocks the self-acceptance. Because that's the key to self-love, is acceptance. Because when we love somebody else, we love them because we accept them for who they are, right? Yeah. When we find it difficult to love ourselves, it's because we don't accept all of us. All, all aspects of ourselves, good, bad, or indifferent. But with that self-acceptance, yeah. that's where the self-love can thrive. Okay. Yeah, it's just a lot of this nitpicking criticism. There's the picking again. Okay. Now, when I did that, I saw a bright flash of pink, and that tells me that self-love is a lot more accessible than it was a few minutes ago. Okay. Thank you so much for that. Take a breath again. Now tell me how you feel. Uh, definitely not as weighted down. Mm-hmm. We're free. And like I said, uh, through our talk and everything that you've told me, I it's brought me to tears a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Got to let it out. Now, this is a lot of pretty heavy work. And when we let go of heavy things like that, the body follows suit because the mind tells the body what to do. And so when the mind lets go, the body lets go. And that can take the form of tears, uh, sinus drainage, frequent trips to the bathroom, sweat. You know, if if your body starts reacting, let it. It knows what it's doing. It, okay. your, your subconscious knows the messages that are it, that are being sent to the body, and then the body picks up on that. So I'm hoping that any of your pains, physical pains, will start to lighten up for you. Okay? Yeah, that would be incredible. That would be. And it can happen. But think about and and check out the Say Yes to Life meditation on my website on Mother Mary's page. And check out her videos on YouTube. It's Mother Mary channel. They're no longer than 20 minutes. And they're very impactful. She talks about a lot of stuff. And I think that would help you. Okay? Yeah. And I actually feel like there's something that I need to tell you. Um, a quote that I think applies to a lot of people, especially with issues kind of like ours, is it's a quote that says, the mountains that you carry with you, you are only supposed to climb. Oh, wow. The mountains that you carry with you, you were only supposed to climb. Wow. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Who said it? I don't know. I just I saw it on the internet one day and it really stuck with me. And I it love was it. like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. 
I love it. I'm making myself to make a note to make a graphic out of it. I'll see if I can find oh, who, awesome. who, who quoted it. Maybe I can get a picture of a mountain and put the words over it and post it somewhere. Yeah. I'm so glad you great. called in. You are Thank luminous. You. Thank you. And believe it. So this this will definitely have some impact for you. If you hit a bump, contact me through the website. I can email you. I can tweak it. I'm, I'm here for you. Okay, Alyssa? Thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you for You're sharing so your journey welcome. with me. Oh, my pleasure. That's why I'm here. If I hadn't gone through all that, <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting here. And you know what I mean? Every Every person I yeah. ever met brought me right to this point. So it's okay. You know? That's great. It was yeah. my job to learn so that I could teach, and I had the best teachers. I'll say it that way. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. I, I had great teachers. So <laughs> I've, seen the under, I've seen the underbelly of humanity <laughs> in my own household. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm going to move on to another call, and best of luck okay. to you, sweetheart. You too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. All right. Up next, I have a little more time. Area code 214. Let's see what we can do for you. Hi, what's your name? Where are you from? Hey, Char, this is Bianca, and I'm calling from Oklahoma. Hey, Bianca. Didn't I talk to you hey. the other day? I think, yes, I was on the show, and I went back on the Blog Talk webpage to think, this, your voice sounds so familiar. So, yes, I did. I got um, a reading with Joni, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember your voice. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't know if I should hang up and let other people get on the call, so I just I stuck on the line. You're fine. Okay. You call, All right. you called first. It's it's you know yeah. I, I I took the call in the order that they're received, and you called first, so you know. Right. Well, I appreciate you, um, so thank you. No problem. What can I do for you? What's so? What did we do for the other day? Let me pull Joni's file. Okay. I, I, think, um, I think I did some work for you, didn't I? Um, I think I think Joni did most of it. I think you did some um, commentary near the end. Okay. Um, but I think the majority of it was Joni. But um, I was speaking about dealing with some past life and ancestral stuff that I felt was coming up for me now. Oh yeah. And yeah, processing that and and yeah, that's pretty. I mean, it, it's kind of like any any area in my life that I look. It's like everything right. is kind of falling okay. down. Yeah, my notes say major life changes. Yeah. Major life changes, move to a new state, end a relationship, quit job, needed a clean a clean sweep. And, uh, yeah, Joni did some past life stuff, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And in, I, re, I removed grief, fear and worry over your choices, fear of the future, from the heart center, and then I did a brain balancing. That went well, and then I got, oh, yeah, I got you back on the air to tell you how, mm-hmm. how strong I, I I felt your energy was, like Joan of Arc, and I think you started crying. Yeah, yeah. Well, how have Great you been note. feeling since then? Um, you know, I've been feeling lighter. Um, some, of, some health issues have um, come up that mm-hmm. I thought I dealt with before, but now they're back, so... Um, you know, not feeling great physically, and I'm hoping that some of that, you know, listening to the last call um, when you were talking about the detoxing, some of mm-hmm. that is happening, like waking up in sweats or getting really hot, and and I just, you know, I'm, I don't know exactly what that is, but a lot of that's happening okay. now that I think about it. So, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, you know, just still feeling stuck and still feeling like I'm so ready to go to that next level energetically, mm-hmm. spiritually, you know, within my soul. And it's just like, I still feel like I'm coming up against uh, walls or blocks. Right. Okay. Let me see what I can do. Player say, feel stuck. I take notes. Hitting yeah. walls. All right, let's see if we can give this a boost. Okay. Okay, we're going to do an alignment of your chakras and an attunement. Okay. Okay. So what this involves is getting everything, they, they get out of whack. Like, they're supposed to be centered in the spine. But depending on your mm-hmm. experiences, and with all those major life changes, no doubt, there was a lot of anxiety, and am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it can pull them out of balance. And then depending on your earlier experiences, there could be damage. I'll fix that. And when I think under a lot of stress, there's a lot of things that contribute to it, but the chakras can become sluggish. They're not operating at the rotational speed that they should. And so... They're designed to process energy, and this can contribute to feeling stuck because they're not processing the normal amount of energy, and making and it's making it difficult for you to manifest. Now, somehow you manage to make all those changes, like moving, ending a mm-hmm. relationship, and, and all that. Now it's time to get you into balance so that you can recreate the life that you want, okay? Okay. Okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And anything I spot along the way, I'll tell you about and take it out. Okay? Okay. So let's start with the first. Let me just get an overall picture of what we're dealing with here. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, the first chakra is doing something funny. Like it speeds up, then sputters. Speeds up, then sputters. So you um, you might see evidence of that in your life of making progress like a one step forward two steps back do you do you feel that way yes Lately? exactly yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay all right let me check out the second second's pretty angry some anger out of there here's the interesting thing there's also anger in your third but it's kind of helping you put your foot down which is a positive mm-hmm. thing so mm-hmm. sometimes in a lot of areas of our lives, it's only when we get angry enough that we get up and make the changes that we need and stop allowing right. ourselves to suffer. Okay. So that's the positive use of anger. The negative ex- expression of anger is destruction uh, naturally and, and hurting others, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, some throat stuff. They're all a little slow. you feel tired a lot? Yes, I do. I don't doubt it. All right, let's fix this for you. Here we go. So number one, I'm just going to run through and align everything, and then I'll get them all up to speed. And there, some of them are discolored. There's like a negative, negative energy kind of hang, lingering in there. And mm-hmm. so 
you see the normal color, like red, orange, yellow, but then there's like an overlay of like charcoal gray. So I'll be knocking that out of there as well. Okay. okay. Let me go through. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Beautiful. Okay. Let me get any damage. Yeah, the first one's a little beat up. One, two, three. Uh-oh. Okay, we got some damage in third. There's that wrestle with choices again, no doubt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fourth. Fifth. Looking better already. Sixth. Seventh. Let me look in the seventh for a second. Let me pose this question this way. Throughout your life, did you have an on and off relationship with God? Yes, I did. <laughs> I've never said it that way before. So uh-huh. that, that's why it makes me chuckle because I've, it's, I've never had to choose those words to describe the feeling, you know, whatever words come are generally the, the, the ones that correctly interpret the energy that I'm looking at. And for most people, there's a hatred for God, mm-hmm. but, but, but that's not there. And, and then some people can have mixed feelings, but for you, it's kind of like both feet in back away, both feet in back away. Like, mm, I think I just want to do this on my own for a while. Do you recognize that? I, I do. There was a time when I had um, some trauma and a death, and I really wrestled with that for a while. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes what we do, what we tend to do is if we feel that God has abandoned us, that's actually a misperception. We can't feel that way unless we abandon him first. When we come here to this right. planet, we enter into a perceived state of separation because we're in individual bodies and we see each other as different and separate, but we're not, we're all part of the same thing. We're all an individuated aspect of that consciousness that is God. And so being in this illusion on this planet, our perceptions, our misperceptions are reinforced by the physicality of it, by the Mm -hmm. dimensions and weight. Uh, the 3D aspects of objects and people. And so um, we feel something missing. We feel out of sorts, like like I said to Alyssa, you know, why am I here? What's, yeah. what's the meaning of this? You know, you have all those questions running yeah. around. And then some of us, and I'm included in that, feel that, well, if God isn't helping me, then I guess it's all up to me and I have to do everything right. myself and, and you start to become very self-sufficient. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Very. <laughs> I, I call it, I call it the cold self-sufficiency of a drunkard's child. Yeah. And that comes from, you know, children, especially of, of alcoholics, but it, they don't have to be, but children mm-hmm. take it upon themselves to become self-sufficient if their needs are going to be met. You just give up and stop looking to a parent to do it, and you do it yourself. Right. And right. you grow up. You grow up a little faster than most other people. Mhm. 
Uh-huh. So that's in there. I'm going to get that out of there now, okay? Okay. Okay. Please. Okay. And that's all in your seventh. I just felt a whoosh feeling. All right, so I got the damage done. I got the alignment done. Now we're going to do the attunement, okay? Okay. There we go. So this is um, increasing the speed, making sure the colors, the proper shade and vibrancy, and that they're mm-hmm. the proper size. Because we want you to be able to take in as much energy as you can so you can have more energy and use that energy to, I'm going to say, co-create your new life with God. You understand why I'm saying yes. it? Yes. Time for you guys to get back together now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And mothered. You like that, mother? Hmm? Yes. Mother, I heard mother chuckling in my ear. Oh, oh. Yes, it was very appropriate, she said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've ever made her laugh. <laughs> Okay, let me make a note. Got to get back together. <laughs> I think she wants to speak. Yes, ma'am. Yes, that was very clever, Charlotte. <laughs> Tell Bianca I am with her as well. I am with all of you, beloveds. I am with all the listeners of the show, and I look forward to being on the radio show with you next week, Charlotte, and can address some of I especially like to co-create your new life with God. So I will touch on that on the radio show. Beloved, she's talking to you. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Co-create with God. Look to me for support. Look to Divine Mother. Look to whomever you wish to come in and support you and keep you inspired. Many ideas will be coming up. It is your choice to act on them, but there is much you can do now to create a life that is pleasantly surprising. You are looking for inspiration and to keep things to keep your attention. You like the oohs and ahs of life. You can create this for yourself, but call to us. We are here. Ideas will come, and then it's up to you to act on them. And see what happens. That's the fun of it. Namaste. Interesting. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. So she's on the show next Wednesday, and we'll see what she has to say about co-creating with God. The topic we chose, collaboration. So that seems to fit. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's not get too off the track. That was a great message. <laughs> All right, so that was, that, one. Was, that was on target. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's right here. Alrighty. So now we do all the attunement stuff and get you in alignment. Here we go. So first, you get all this negativity out of there. Get it up to speed. It has to be all chakras um, at a musical note. 
So I'm also making mm-hmm. sure they're all in harmony as well. Mm-hmm. Good thing I took music in school. Not bad. Okay, first is done. Okay, second. There's some fear in here. I'm going to get that out. Okay. About fear about creativity and manifestation. It's like there's a little bit of self doubt. Mhm. What is. if I can't do it? What if I don't like it? What if I went through all that trouble and I don't like it? Stuff like that. Mhm. What if I? What if the outcome isn't how I imagined? So it's just a little bit of wobbly. Indecision is the word. There's that indecision. The choice. Got to trust yourself. And and just to, you know, I've said this before on a show. I don't know how long you've been listening, but you know, mistakes are one thing. Um, you can make a really bad choice, and it can really have a, a negative impact on your life. But for the most mm-hmm. part, the mistakes that we make, they're just miscreations. They're just results of of a choice that wasn't for our highest our highest good, or um, we didn't have the knowledge we needed to make that choice. And so we do the best we can in the moment. So look at mistakes right. as miscreations. What we can do is make another choice and say, okay, I like certain aspects of that experience and the outcome, and there are some things I didn't like. So I'll try it again and make some modifications to the recipe for what I'm doing. Like you can come at, a, right. at something from a place of, of love and compassion instead of um, proving something to yourself in the world. That's just a for instance. But you see where I'm going. You can you can kind of change the recipe, try again, and create something that's more in line with who you are. Okay. So get the fear, indecision, get that out. Okay, let's get this up to speed. Nice. Get anything else out that's impacting it. Seal that up with love. There we go. Okay, third. Mm, there's blocks in here. I'm going to get them out. Blocks to self-empowerment. And it feels like you have a good bit of stubbornness that serves you well. Yes? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Keep it. Stubbornness is okay. a tool. Okay? When you don't have the self-love okay. to get up and do something, use stubbornness to do it. It's like a fake it till you make it. But the self-love stuff mm-hmm. has to come into play. Okay? So let me right. get the blocks to self-empowerment. Huh. A lot of this came from you, but quite a bit of it came from other people. It feels like a lot of manipulation pushing you around. Is what is that? What am I looking at here? Um, you're looking at my la- You're looking at the relationship that I left. It was very, yeah, that would be. He was very manipulative, very uncontrolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Get that out of there. I'm glad you got away from that jerk. Okay. Me too. It's kind of hard to get your first foot out that door, isn't it? Yes. All right. There's a lot of this. Boy, my goodness. There you go. It's out. Okay. Let's get this up to speed. Beautiful. Okay. Get the tarnish off. That's that charcoal gray negativity. Like, oh, were you? When you were you living with him? 
I was, yes. Did you, did you feel like your stomach was in knots all the time? What am I looking at here? It's like all this tension. Um, stomach. Yeah, stuff. I mean, it was, yeah, it was always, yeah, I'm trying to go back, but yeah, of course there was tension and I think the thing was is that I'm so um, sensitive to energy myself and, you know, I can see through people's okay. quote-unquote games, like, the you know, the manipulative part of it. And near the end, I was just not engaging. And it really, you know, for someone that likes to be in control. Yeah. yeah. And it really pushed him to be yeah. extremely unkind because I was just at that point where I was like, I, I see your game. I've been doing this for X amount of years. Yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah. They don't like that. Mm-hmm. No, 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 they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. They get angry when, because here's the thing with me. I did the same thing. Um, I only had one relationship like that that provided a really good example because I would, here's, here's what happened for me in my life. If there was anything about people that I looked down on or judged, mm-hmm. pretty soon that an experience would come along to show me and I would have to like let go of that judgment, right? So mm-hmm, in this case, mm-hmm. I would look at women who get into these relationships with controlling, like my dad, controlling mm-hmm. abusive men. Like, why would mm-hmm. you do that? Like, why would you even be attracted to somebody like that? Don't you see what they're about? And yet, right. to them, it was very real. And But I love them and all that, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to go soon. Oh, my goodness. I have a client. Um, but anyway... Once I was in that and could see everything that's going on, but the thing about me is I'm part Scorpio. I have Scorpio rising. I'm also mm-hmm. a Capricorn. And mm-hmm. so with the Capricorn side of me, you can't really tell what's going on beneath the surface. Right. You can't tell what I'm feeling. And with the Scorpio side of me, I'm fascinated by liars. And so I give you a rope. Mm-hmm. I keep giving you a rope and let you paint yourself into the mm-hmm. corner until I get bored. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. it doesn't work anymore. you got to go. And you're not mm-hmm. going to get a reaction out of me. You're not getting any energy from me from now on. You know, that kind of thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. it. Okay. So third's done. Let me do the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh real quick. Okay. Boom. Done. Good. The fifth. Jeez, a lot of stuff in there. Good, looking much better. Six. Beautiful. Seven. Okay, you're good. Thank you so much for calling in, Allison. This was a very interesting conversation. Yeah, thank you. I mean, so Bianca. I much Bianca, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Char, for your time. No problem. If you would go to my website, let me know how you're feeling. If you notice any changes, there's going to be shifts. Take notes of your thoughts, okay. your feelings, and all that good stuff, okay? And get the document. Do the salt baths and the prayers and all that. Okay? Okay. I will. Thank all right, you. Bianca. You're welcome. Take okay. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That's all I have time for. I'm going to be late for a client. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this. If you're interested in a private session with me, it goes much, much deeper than this. I try to keep it cryptic and um, not too telling um, of people's business. 
but um, in a private session, I can go even deeper and would love to help you. So go to the website, spiritualinsightsradio.com, pick the package that would be right for you, and I look forward to speaking with you. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless and be at peace. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.